trying to sell your old car? Instead, donate your vehicle to Heritage for the Blind. Pickup is free, and your donation is tax-deductible. Just call 1-800-943-1356. Heritage for the Blind accepts cars, vans, trucks, and boats, whether they run or not. Donate your vehicle, and you'll receive a free three-day vacation voucher to over 50 locations. Call 1-800-943-1356. That's 1-800-943-1356. Blog Talk Radio. This is 30careers.com presents Dream Job Radio. Today is December 18th, 2010. I'm Daniel Laxton. And this is Leah Laxton live from San Antonio, Texas, where it is a very warm uh, 45 degrees today. <laughs> <laughs> wow, we have an excellent show for you guys. Uh, everyone's talking about uh, networking. Radio. Everyone is uh, talking about networking when it comes to trying to find a job. And uh, we have a, a, a Dr. Larry Chiagoras. Uh, Chiagoras, yeah. yeah. So he's going to be on the show today talking to us about some of the pros and cons of networking. And he's got some excellent advice. But we have some other stuff coming up later on after the show, that, that interview. Yeah, as always, we'll have our Campus Connection segment. And um, Social Circle will be live on Justin TV on our overtime after the radio show portion ends. As always, you can check us out at Justin TV backslash 30 careers. Go to the chat room, share your comments. If you have questions or comments for our guests as well, we'll read those live on air. Yeah, hey, and if you would like to call in, uh, leave us a comment or maybe ask a question of uh, uh, Dr. Chiagoras. Uh, the number you can call is 760 888 5718. That's 760-888-5718. Absolutely. So first, let's get right to our special guest. He is the author of The Secret to Getting a Job After College. Uh, he's been counseling students at major universities for many years. Yeah, he also, uh, uh, he, he, he's been on the Today Show. Uh, they call him the consumer behavior expert. And he's also uh, called the marketing all-star. What else is he called? Uh, he's been called a branding guru as well. So we're ex- extremely excited and privileged to have him on the air. And uh, we'll be plugging this later, too, but if you need more information about Larry, you can go to his website, LarryChiagoras.com, as well. So, uh, hey, welcome to the show, Larry. Oh, I mean, Thank Dr. you very Chiagoras. much. Thank you very much. <laughs> it's good to be here. Yeah. So uh, you're the author of The Secret of Getting a Job After College. Uh, tell us about your book and why, how you came about to to get that book. Well, it, 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 it was a long journey, actually. Uh, the, the Secret to Getting a Job uh, After College uh, was written uh, about, a year, about a year ago and actually published this past summer. And uh, it began because, because of a lecture that I sat in 20 years ago by a professor who gave a lecture on resumes that get interviews and interviews that get jobs. And then when I became a professor... Eight and a half years ago, I began being asked by my students how to get a job, which is an obvious question for them to ask. And I, I would give uh, the same lecture, and the lecture got longer and longer and longer. Uh, and <laughs> as I counseled, you know, as I counseled so many, and finally, someone said, "Why don't you write a book?" I said, "You know, I'm going to write a book. You're right." And that's what I did. Man, that's great. So, and, that, uh, and then your book, 
again, it's uh, helping one to find a job after college. So you give lectures on this all the time then, don't you? And, and so you wrote the book. Uh, what are some of the things in the book that could help uh, some of our listeners to maybe uh, find a job after college? Or is, is that really that big of a thing? If you have a college education, does that mean that you automatically get a job right after college? No. In fact, uh, a college education today, even from a really great school, even with a really great grade point average, doesn't guarantee you anything other than maybe a, a lot of debt. When you, you know, uh, tuition payments to make and so on. Yeah, students are good at whatever they study, French, math, biology, you know, accounting, but they're not necessarily good at marketing themselves. Uh, they've not had the experience to, to market themselves, so how would they know? Uh, even marketing majors may have studied marketing, but they may not necessarily know how to apply it for themselves. Sometimes they're too shy, bashful. Uh, so what I what I did is I broke it into very simple pieces. The first piece is, Basically, figuring out you know what your brand is, what your product is, what are you offering to the marketplace. Uh, the second piece is to identify the opportunities that are out there that match what you are and who you are. The third piece, and, and then creating a, camp, a marketing campaign that would basically put your credentials in front of prospective employers. The third piece is learning how to do a sales presentation, basically selling yourself in an interview. How to answer interview questions in a way that puts your yourself in the best possible positive light. And then fourthly, how to close the sale. You've walked away from an interview, uh, the job opportunity is still on the table. How do you how do you close that sale and make sure that they come to you with a really great offer that you want and you can accept? And all those pieces involve different aspects, including social networking, like we're going to talk about in a moment. Uh, but they involve marketing tactics. That's why the subtitle of my book, Marketing Tactics to Turn Degrees, into dollars is so important. That's what makes this book different than the other books that you might find on resumes or cover letters and things like that. That's fantastic. Yeah, that's that's an excellent, uh, I really like that subtitle because, you know, a degree is very expensive. Whether a person has a grant or not, they're spending thousands of dollars on it. So it's sad to see sometimes when people graduate and either don't know how to get a job or don't really know even if they want to go into the career that they've chosen. So what a great uh, topic, you know, for discussion that you've picked. Yeah. Hey, would you say that uh, it's easier for someone with a marketing degree to get a job after college than, say, for someone that has a biology degree or, you know, uh, some it, other it, degree it, it unrelated to marketing? Little, yeah, it might be a little easier simply because a marketing major might feel a little bit more comfortable about, you know, talking about themselves in a positive, favorable way, whereas a biology major might feel a little shy or reticent or uncomfortable. They might feel as if they're being too, they don't, they don't, they don't want to brag, and so they may not be put a positive spin on it. But what I always tell everybody is, look, you're competing with other people, and those other people are competing for the same job you want. And some of those other people are really putting huge positive spins on who they are. Some of those other people, this is going to surprise you, may in fact even be lying about what they've done or what they've accomplished. And those are the people you're competing with for a job. So if you don't you know, put your most positive face on your credentials, you're going to be doing yourself a disservice. Plus, employers believe that most people, when they submit resumes and cover letters and such, they believe that many of those people uh, are already exaggerating to a certain degree, so empl employers discount a little bit what people say about themselves. So if you're not 
out there putting a positive spin on who you are and what you are, you're going to be, in effect, be being perceived as less than what you are. So it's really important to market yourself. And marketing majors will be a little bit better at it than, let's say, biology majors, for sure, because they've taken some marketing courses. Exactly. And I was thinking that is kind of the point, too, because when you're studying biology or if you're studying uh, – you mentioned a few of the other ones, but – the, the point is, is if you're studying those type of uh, fields, you don't have any marketing, do you? I mean, so I, very little. You know, yeah. how would you even know that this is the way to pursue your job? So that, that's some excellent advice. Yeah, definitely. Uh, we do have a couple callers on the line, so we okay. might, if if anybody, if that's okay with you, uh, Dr. Larry, see if anybody has any, you know, good good questions for you. That's fine, and uh, fire away, put them on. I'll try, do my best to answer the question. <laughs> okay, let's see. You'll do a fantastic job. Let's see. We have someone here from 718 Area Code. You're on the line. Hi, Dr. Chigoris. Um, Hi, how are you? Um, I have a question. I'm concerned with my privacy on the Internet, but I also understand the importance of social networking and helping to find jobs. Um, how do you go about having a proper balance? That's a wonderful, that's a wonderful question, by the way. Uh, and it's one that, that I get asked all the time. Um, remember, uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about this if, if there's time, that social network is more than just you know, your, your electronic resume or your Facebook or your LinkedIn um, uh, materials. But, but what, what a lot of students and a lot of professional people do is they will not necessarily put their phone number in any of their credentials because that way they protect themselves against getting phone calls from people that they don't want to receive phone calls from. You don't need to start with a phone number. You can just, an email address is sufficient. What other people do is they'll they'll come up with a, an email address just for their job search-related initiative and, and, and efforts, and, and it'll be separate from the email address they use for their personal friendships and other kinds of things. And finally, uh, what, what, I, what I strongly recommend it is uh, uh, make sure that that what what you use, whether, if it's LinkedIn as, a, as one example, that it, everything that's on there is simply professional and, and you don't reveal anything particularly private or sensitive about yourself, which uh, some people you know, make mistakes and do and, and should not do. Uh, LinkedIn and, and your professional life really should be kept separate from your, your personal life, and that's that's a, that's that's the way to go about it. Uh, but um, that, those are ways to protect your privacy and still put yourself out there so people can find you. Uh, I hope that helps. I hope that answers yes, your question. Yes, it does. Thank Great. you. You're welcome. Thank you so much for the call. So that's a good point the caller brings up. Is, was her name Kim? Lisa. I'm, oh, Lisa. Lisa. Sorry, Lisa. 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 Gosh, Lisa, <laughs> Lisa had a good question. She, you know, and that, that was going to be uh, the title of her show, talking about pros and cons of social networking. So she brought up a, a good point. Is there uh, some other cons that that, are, that we have to watch out when it comes to social networking? Because everyone talks about it as, as the buzz, you know. Yeah, they're, they're, this, yeah, yeah. You're right. Everybody talks about it as the buzz, and 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 they should talk about it. There's real value to it. But but there's a couple of major cons. One is uh, deluding yourself into thinking just because you have a presence on LinkedIn, you've done your job. Uh, you, you've done all you need to do to to go be out there reaching to, uh, reaching out to other people. That's that's just not enough. LinkedIn is just a small piece of it. You've got to be going out and meeting people face to face as often and as po- as possible, because people generally hire other people 
that they feel good about, that they trust, that they have a little sense about, and, and they feel an inner sense of trust about the person. And, and you don't develop a sense of trust about somebody by simply looking at their physical presence on a LinkedIn site or some other website. Now, that's number one. Number two, another con is people think if they're just on LinkedIn, isn't that enough? I recommend people do more than that, and I recommend they put together a, a little bit of a portfolio of who they are and what they are. And these things can be done for free. You don't have to spend a lot of money on your own website and that kind of stuff. You can basically go on, uh, if you're a college student, go on ePortfolio, or if you're not a college student anymore, go on to Google Sites or Yahoo has also has the same kind of arrangements. And you can, or even use WordPress or TypePad, which are blogging frameworks, and you can create your own sort of mini website with your photo and a little bit about what you've done with your life and what you're trying to do and what your philosophy is. And you can talk a little bit about things you've accomplished and maybe include reference letters from people and, and things of that nature. That's a lot richer and more detailed than you'll ever get on LinkedIn. And, in fact, you can have a link to that sort of site from your LinkedIn site so you can tie them together. So it's not so you can use your LinkedIn site as a mini version of who you are and your more substantial Internet presence as a broader expansion of who you are. Again, the, the cons to social networking is people think just by putting themselves on LinkedIn, that's enough, and that just is not enough. Yeah, and you make a good point there. You know, WordPress blogs are basically free. You can, I think, come up with one that's actually your name for maybe $12 a year or something like that. And what a better way to, or is there really a better way to show that you're tech savvy and sort of a modern, you know, marketing uh, person than to just go on and do that and, and take a few minutes and, even take things as simple as maybe excerpts of some of your college papers. You know, there's all kinds of things you can put on a blog that uh, aren't so personal that, you know, they're going to look tacky or look unprofessional but are still going to have some valid content. Yeah. Correct. If you're listening to 30careers.com presents Dream Job Radio, our guest today is Dr. Larry Chagoris. Um, he's the author of Secrets of Getting a Better Job After College. Maybe we can go to the phones again and uh, and hear another either question or comment from our next caller. We have a caller here from area code 347. You're uh, live on the air. Hello? Hello? Hi. Welcome to the show. I think we might, lost might have a, um There we go. Yeah. Go ahead, caller. So if any of you all are on the line, <laughs> go ahead and say hello. Well, no, no. Well, we'll, well go to our next caller. Let's call. go on to our next caller, a 917 area code. Do you have a question or, or a comment for Dr. Chiagoras? I think we have a lot of people listening, which is good. I yeah, think so. I think so. I think so. <laughs> That's all right. That's okay. Oh, maybe they're trying to hear. Go back to that one there. Go, uh, go ahead, caller, from uh, 917 area code. Hi, my name is Kimmy. I have a question for Dr. Chigouris. Go ahead, Kimmy. Hi, my question is, I'm not really an online person in terms of putting my personal stuff up. Do you think that it's a big hindrance um, or it's hurting me more than it is helping me with still going out and doing it the old school way, <laughs> looking for jobs and going in and talking to them in person as opposed to putting things up online or you know, is that hurting? Should I have that as well? Well, that's a good question. You, you should have something, uh, 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 Kim, Kim, you should have something for yourself 
that expresses who you are online, even if it's just the bare minimum, just so that you you can say you have it for someone who wants to to to, to you know see your connection online, so to speak. But but don't think for a moment that you're doing it as you say the old-fashioned way puts you at a disadvantage because as I said a moment ago. Uh, you're doing it the old-fashioned way. Going out there and meeting people face-to-face is the absolute best way to do it. And uh, better you spend your time doing that than playing with your website or or, or things of that nature. So you are actually doing it the right way. Uh, I'm just saying it's not like all or nothing. You must do it this way and not the other way. You can do both. And you can just put a little bit of yourself out there online so that you look professional, a good photograph of yourself, um, you know, maybe a little bit of description of yourself, but nothing that gives away any of your personal privacy stuff. But uh, going the old-fashioned way and going to events, to conferences, to meetings, to networking uh, socials is the way people get jobs most of the time. So you're doing it uh, the right way. So keep on doing what you're doing, and you'll get a great job. Well, maybe you already have one, but you'll be fine. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks so much for calling in, Kimmy. I I was wondering, um, Dr. Larry, what what's your opinion on Twitter? You know, it's been kind of a big buzz here for quite some time. Uh, do you think it helps or uh, yeah. has any impact at all on the job search? It it it, it, it depends. It, it, I, I I I I get people upset with me when I say this, but I'm going to say it because it's, it, I think it's true. <laughs> if you okay, so here it comes. If you look at a lot of the tweets that people put out there, most of them are rather dull, inane, boring, uh, and they don't, they really don't, they're not interesting. Uh, I'm not saying uh, all tweets are not interesting. I'm saying many, and the majority of them are. I mean, who cares about, I'm, I'm on my way to, I'm on my way to the game, or uh, did you see, I, I just saw, I just saw the speech by the president, uh, and I, I loved it, or, I mean, so what? I mean, who cares about that stuff? Now, even, even professionals like the actors, like Ashton Kusher, some of these folks who uh, there was a big thing recently where they said they're not going to they're not going to tweet unless people contribute to uh, some sort of a social cause, and most people didn't even care. <laughs> most yeah, didn't care. that's true. That's true. So, of course, what we tweet can, can uh, come back to haunt us, or maybe even what we put on social networking uh, places, because if we say something that's really belligerent or ridiculous, uh, that could affect us, couldn't it? Oh, it could affect you enormously. Uh, uh, you got to weigh every word you put out there because if you're not careful and it comes back to haunt you, maybe you meant it for just a few select people who are close to you or who follow you and then suddenly it, fi- it finds its way out there in the blogosphere and it's all over all the websites and on blogs and everything else, and you can be embarrassed. And and maybe it's a simple matter of you're not that great with grammar, and you have some typos or some grammatical problems. <laughs> well, no one is on Twitter, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's 140 characters, uh, so it's hard to be profound and impressive and exciting with a limitation like that. You know, so that's why I always say. Um, be careful about what you tweet. It may come back to, to 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 haunt you in a way that's very uncomfortable. You don't want to be, you don't want to look like a twit in, in tweet. <laughs> that's great. Here, here's one for you. Though so, um, <laughs> the the United States is, seems seems to be uh, polarized. You know, uh, from say uh, politically, you know, one end it seems like the the most extreme people, the ones that are getting noticed, whether they're far right or far left, when it comes to uh, blocking or tweeting. Uh, is it is it safe to to even mention 
what a, someone's maybe political views are or their feelings or things like that, can that affect their job in a good way or a bad way? Uh, I, I tell people to stay away from three topics, uh, at, at least these three topics, when they're in interviews. One is um, uh, religion, because uh, it, it can be a problem for some people who are very religious or not religious. Another, another is anything having to do with, you know, sex and uh, sexual behavior and and that sort of thing. And the third is politics. People are very polarized in in this country when it comes to the left, the right. You know, very liberal, very conservative. And and they could be in love with you until they find out what your political affiliation is, and suddenly they don't want any part of you. So there's so yeah. many other things that so many other things you can talk about that are more interesting, such as the industry that you're interviewing in, or the the discipline or profession you look to work in. There's so many interesting things to talk about within those areas that there's no need to talk about uh, Obama or Sarah Palin, or to talk about you know, Muslim versus Christian. You don't need to go there, so don't don't go there. All I can say is that I'm sorry I went there. <laughs> so I think that's crazy. But, you know, that's what our parents back in the day, you didn't talk no. about those things, and it's sort of become like a new thing where people almost wear it on their sleeves. So great advice. We do have a comment from the Justin TV chat room. Uh, we have somebody that says that the holidays are a great time to meet people if you're looking for a job with all the holiday events that most people go to. Uh, do you have any comment or um, suggestion on that, uh, Dr. Larry? Absolutely. The holidays are maybe the absolute best opportunity to meet other people in settings that are not overly stressful or pressured and they're social. And what I tell people to do is go to those go to those holiday like gatherings and, and parties and festivities. Go with the briefcase and make sure your resume's in it. Don't walk around with the resume in your hand as you as you walk around with your beverage of choice, but do have it somewhere close by in case you meet somebody that would, after talking to them for a while, they say, oh, I'd love to learn more about you. Do you have a resume? Or, or have your business cards ready. And by the way, even even a recently graduated unemployed student should still have a business card because the, the, the business card could simply say marketing major as a title or it could say um, biology specialist or something. But have your business cards ready and you shouldn't walk into a a holiday uh, social without a business card where you have to just write it on a your name and number on a scrap of paper because that's not professional. So come prepared when you go to those sessions, but those sessions are wonderful opportunities for landing a good social networking contact. Absolutely. That's, awesome. that's great advice. Again, we're listening, you're listening to 30careers.com presents Dream Job Radio. Our guest has been Dr. Larry uh, Chigoris. Uh, he's the author of The Secret of Getting a Job After College. Now, you can also uh, contact Larry or you know get more information by going to his website. Uh, do you want to spell that for us, Larry? Yes. The, the, the book website is thesecrettogettingajobaftercollege.com, and there you'll see all kinds of information about the book. But if you want to contact me, uh, my website is Larry, L-A-R-R-Y, Chagoras, C-H-I-A-G-O-U-R-I-S dot com. And you'll see ways of, con you'll see, whether you go to the book website or to my website, uh, you'll see ways you can email me or email the publishing company with any questions. And, and, wh and what we do is uh, there are, uh, I look at every question that comes in. And if the interesting questions have, uh, if I've not answered them already, I will answer them personally and put up the answers on my 
on my website for everybody else to look at, too, because if one person has a question, usually many other people have the same question. So I, I welcome any questions anybody has. I encourage it, and I'll answer them. All right, well, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you so much. We appreciate your time, and uh, we'll definitely put all of your contact information out on the website as well so that people can get in contact with you. And we apologize for everyone on the call-in line that we didn't get to with your questions, but be sure to contact Dr. Larry Chiagoras through his uh, website and also pick up the book. Thank you very much, and I look forward to all of you having a holiday season, and hopefully all of you will be gainfully and happily employed. <laughs> there we go. Love it. Thank you so much. All right. Take care. You too. Wow. Well, Love another it. fantastic guest on Dream Job Radio. We appreciate so much, and and what a great um great audience we had. We had a lot of people in the chat rooms. Um, people from all over the United States. Yeah, Justin TV and in the call-in line. So that's great. But now it's that time of the week for everybody's favorite college student. <laughs> It's time for Campus Connection. Micah Hackney. What's hey, going what's on, going Micah? On? That's much of some great advice for uh, for college students. Fantastic advice. Yo, you you have yeah. some? Well, we're, yeah, we're interested. Yeah, I got a little advice, too, in particular for college students. Um, you know, it's great now, the holidays, so everybody's going home. Finals is over. But if you haven't registered for classes yet, you need to do so ASAP. <laughs> because um, classes. Oh yeah. I know uh, so yeah. Many. It's. Uh, I think it'd be getting kind of late. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like you know, pre-registration opens up like a month before finals are even over. But I have so many peers that uh, they wait till they get back from break and try to register real quick when they get to school, and they're always complaining about all the classes being filled up and not getting their schedule right, and that's all due to um, not registering early enough. So. You know, I just want to encourage, you know, during break to don't forget to go ahead and pre-register, get in the classes you want so you don't have to um, get stuck in classes that um, that you don't need so or don't want to take. That's cool. Well, also tell us a little bit about um, what was this you were going to tell us about how to survive uh, the break, being home for the break for a month? Oh, yeah, just to, you know, survive, you know, just survive your break, uh, um, you know, when you get home, just, uh, you know, spend some time with family. Uh, don't burn yourself out along, you know, working. Uh, you, I mean, you can work a little bit part-time, but, you know, it's good to have a nice, you know, break in between semesters just because finals and everything is uh, it's so, um, um, it's so uh, you know, it really, it really affects you. So it's really good just, uh, um, you know, go home and, uh, and um, just do a little bit of part-time work and, just, you know, Spend time with your family and don't get stressed out <laughs> and get prepared for next semester. You might want to, you know, even, you know, you might want to review a little bit over your courses for the next semester, you know, just if they, if, you know, a lot of times um, professors, uh, you know, particularly from, you know, my math analysis class, you know, when you, once you complete math analysis one, they'll give you a little packet to review over number two. You might want to do that over break just to get you warmed up for uh, for your next class. That's cool. Well, as always, this has been Micah Hackney, and you can check him out at www.micahackney.com for more advice and promotions for America's college students. Yeah, absolutely. And also we have uh, something going on next week. Actually, uh, in San Antonio on December 22nd, it's the, first, it's the annual San Antonio Music Awards. 
So if you like to, you know, I invite you to come out there and you know support local artists in Texas. Um, I'll be there at the event. So if you want to check it out, uh, if, if not, if you're gonna miss it, you can all check out my website, you know, com. I just have highlights and uh, promotions on there as well. That sounds awesome, Micah. All right. Well, what a fantastic show today. We appreciate all of the great advice that we got from Dr. Larry Chiagoras. Again, be sure to check out his book, The Secret to Getting a Job After College. Next week's show, guess what, everyone? After weeks and weeks and weeks of of success, uh, next week's show, we are actually doing a highlight show. Oh, we're going to highlight entrepreneurs. It seems to be one of our number one shows. Actually, there's two shows that we had that were entrepreneurial um, in in mind. You know, yeah. how to start your own business. That's something that well, that's the American dream, right? Yeah, absolutely. So since that was such a success, you know, we didn't want to book any guests during the holiday season, so in what lieu of that, no. yeah, you know, we don't want to mess up anybody's uh, vacation. So in lieu of that, we're going to take of the entrepreneur shows and put them online. Sounds great. So be sure to check us out, justin.tv backslash 30 careers. You can watch our overtime segment, which will feature social circle. Yeah. So so, uh, thank you so much for listening to Dream Job Radio. Again, uh, you can check us out on 30careers.com or go to Facebook and friend us at 30 uh, Careers. Yeah, 30 Careers presents Dream Job Radio. So Till next week. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Daniel Axton. This is Leo Axton. Do you want to do what you want? Do you want better money? Welcome to Dream Job Radio.